Where the Tates don't miss. Um, today we still don't have DJ. He's um, he's grinding over in uh, Florida, I believe. He's still there. Um, yeah, doing but... his thing on the diamond, getting those uh, getting those pitches in. But we got my roommate Kobe guest starring before. You've heard about him before on the podcast. Big Celtics fan, so new perspective out here. How oh, are yeah. you doing, Kobe? Yes, sir. Um, I'm out here today, filling in, uh, feeling good. Um, thank you for the introduction, Nick. Uh, yeah, I'm a Celtics fan. And I'm, I'm excited to be here. Yeah, glad to have you, yo. So we definitely got some big moves to talk about regarding the trade deadline. Also some social media beef involving both Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook. So we'll, we're definitely going to have to get into some of that. Yeah, for sure. Um, but um, first, let's just go over the trade deadline. So a bunch of moves made, like not – it wasn't as anticipated like as I thought it was going to be because some people didn't move like uh, Lowry and um, who else is oh no yep. not Levine but I'm glad Dinwiddie didn't end up getting traded oh yeah Dinwiddie too his name was like talked about too but like the Magic just completely like blew their team up. Yeah, dude, for real. I mean, sent AG to the Nuggets for role players like an RJ Hampton. They must be pretty high on RJ Hampton if they accepted that pack package, honestly, because I feel like the Nuggets kind of fleeced them. I mean, if RJ Hampton ends up being something good, then maybe that's like a nice trade. But it's not like he has been so far, you know, he's like barely played. Yeah. And like, who are the other guys that even got out? Like Gary Harris, who's kind of like not been very good these past couple years. And then someone they, else who like I can't got, They should have got Bull Bull. Yeah, they, they really should have, dude. I don't know why they didn't ask for him. They, there was a third guy they got too, but I can't remember who it is. Probably because he's uh, like trash. Oh, was it Gary Clark? Or No, he went to the Nuggets. I forget who it was. I don't, I don't even know, dude. So, someone not that good. Yeah, but, but, yeah, I mean, I mean – if that Cole Anthony RJ Hampton backcourt like can develop a little bit, that'd be pretty dynamic. They're both like really athletic, can probably score it. Both and, have and add Markel Fultz in that mix. Yeah, yeah fast, that's true. especially because Fultz was playing so good right before he got hurt. Yeah, I forgot. Like, that's about a nice like group of young guards you got there. Yeah, that's true. And, and then, I know uh, he's not on the level of those other guys, but Dwayne Bacon's been pre- playing pretty <laughs> nice lately too. Yeah, Dwayne Bacon. Yeah, he's he's a solid role player. He's all right, but it's, it's Terrence Ross's team now. <laughs> Facts and Wendell Carter. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot they got Wendell. And speaking of Wendell Carter, Nick Vooch going to the Bulls. I'd say that's the biggest move that happened, honestly, because yeah. 
I feel like with Vooch, like the Bulls are, I think they should be a lock to get into one of those bottom few seeds of the playoffs. Like you have a team that's already been competitive in the East who already has one all-star and you're just adding another at what's been their weakest position this other than maybe point guard. But I mean, speaking of point guard, Lonzo didn't end up getting moved. Another yeah, surprise. That's the other guy for But, but uh, yeah, dude, I feel like Vooch on that, that fucking front court of Vooch and Markinen is going to be so nice, dude. They're so yeah. skilled. Like both can shoot the ball, both can score from the post. And I, like that team, like they can go nowhere but up. Like, they just need that point guard. I wish they traded for Lonzo because, like, I feel like Kobe White's more of, like, a sixth-man spark-off-the-bench type of guy yeah, than he is a starting point guard. I so, agree. I think that's still a huge move for the Bulls. And for the Magic, I think that's a pretty fair trade. I mean, Wendell Carter's been, like, a good young big. I guess they just kind of gave up on him. And then who else did they get, like, uh, fucking uh, Otto Porter? Like, they got Chandler. Uh, oh yeah, Hutchison. They got him yeah. from the no, the Wizards got Hutchison. Mm-hmm. Oh okay. Oh yeah. And the Magic got uh, they got that guy I just said whose name just popped out of my head. Um. Oh, Otto Porter. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, I like the trade for the Bulls definitely, but I like that duo of uh, Levine and Vooch for sure. Um, but I also think that they didn't have to. They gave up like less than they. I think they should have just because Vooch is like a bona fide all star at this point in his career. So and they gave up Wendell Carter Jr. And... I feel like they kind of had to though. Like you were gonna have to give up a guy like Carter or Markinen yeah. or Kobe White to make that move. You know? No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I feel like they should have given up more honestly for Vooch. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it's nice that they got Carter back, but like other than that, it, it's not that great. Like Otto Porter's like not really been playing that well recently yeah. and he's on a massive contract i think it's expiring after this year so i guess that's kind mm-hmm. of good to get that flexibility but like getting carter is good i guess but now like they never really gave mo bamba a real chance and now he's still not going to get a chance because now he's just going to be buried behind carter yeah. instead of behind vooch right so like they're really wasting mo bamba's career like he's someone who should have been traded at the deadline yeah honestly I mean, yeah, even if they swapped Bull for for uh, Bamba. Yeah, I mean, it's not like Bamba's value can be that high after his first couple years. Yeah, I, I did hear the Magic, like, GM was saying, uh, you know, after the past couple Bulls games, before the deadline, they thought Wendell was just starting to blossom. And then for the direction of their franchise, I think it makes sense, at least right now, to get a little bit worse, get a higher pick instead of middling out and being nine and eight in the East every single year like they've been. Yeah, yeah I, I definitely agree, especially if they could, like, they, I, I, they won a game against, like, a nasty team recently. I think it was, like, the Clippers or something. And, like, Chuma Okiki has been balling out for them. But, like, if oh, yeah. they're able to tank and get a nice pick and get a guy like, I don't know, like, Jalen Green or Kuminga or Cade Cunningham even, like, that, that's a piece that team needs because they also have Jonathan Isaac, who's like been when he's healthy, one of the best defenders in the league. And oh, yeah. he's pretty young, too. So now they're going to be able to build around him in that backcourt and like actually set up a core for the future. Instead of like Kobe said, just being a like maybe playoff team in the East every year. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. They, if they get one of those guys like that you mentioned, they'd be right back on track. 
too out here. Facts. Like a, in the mix. I would love to see Jalen Green on that squad, bro. Like, imagine a backcourt of Jalen Green and either Fultz or Cole Anthony. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be fun to watch. But um, Yeah, for real. The other guy that they got, or they trade away, was Fournier to your to your your Celtics, Kobe. How how do you feel? Mm-hmm. About, I know I know he didn't have a great first game at all, but like. yes. Yeah, so that I was gonna touch on that. I think uh, Fournier may have had the worst debut out of any player ever. Yeah, like I, it was atrocious. Jalen Brown is benched. We need some scoring. This is why we make the move at the deadline, and he comes. He comes into the game and gives us a 0 for 10 performance. In 33 minutes. In 33 minutes oh. plays, drops the egg. Not <laughs> what we like to see. Um, no. But, but I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, looking towards the future for that. Yeah, for right sure. Now. I mean, I feel like, well, your guys' bench definitely needed a bolstering, right? Like, your bench was terrible. Mm-hmm. Very you got, bad. You, got, you, had nobody out, you, know, you had nobody that could come off the bench and give you, like, a cool double-digit, like, efficient double-digit – game so for points so a guy like Fournier was somebody who you needed I felt like you guys needed somebody like a like a seasoned vet more like like uh Harrison Barnes or something like that but mm-hmm. you guys didn't pick up anybody else other than Fournier which I was kind of surprised at well they did make that trade they traded Tice to the Bulls oh. for like Cornette and some other guys Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. But I mean, Cornette didn't he have a good game? I'm actually? high on Cornette. I will say I'm very high on Cornette. Like I, I, I like him as a stretch big off the bench, and I like with what we're doing by starting Rob Williams. Um, mm-hmm. we still have four shooters around him in our starting lineup when we start Rob, and then coming off the bench, Cornette can give us that shooting that Tice was giving us. Yeah, for I mean, and, I, and Mo Wagner. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. I forgot you guys got Mo Wagner because he went to the Bulls originally and then like last minute or something or after that he went to you guys. Yeah, yeah. He went to the he went to the Bulls or whatever and then they trade or whoever he went to and then they traded him and Cornette for Tice. Ah, okay. All right. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. So, I mean, Cornette was on the Knicks for a hot minute. I think like his first year, two years in the league. So, I got a decent look at him. I mean, I kind of liked him. Like I was, it, like when he left, I was kind of like, ah, that kind of that kind of blows. But like, at the same time, he's not somebody who's like, I'm like, I was super impressed with. But I mean, yeah, if, it sounds like he fills a decent role with the um, Celtics. So, for they, sure. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and we dipped uh, below 500 temporarily before the deadline. So <laughs> like, I mean, like there was a little uh, discomfort in the clubhouse and. And Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum were showing their frustration because they have to carry so much of the load every single night. So um, hopefully we start climbing back into the east and get to where we should be, which is around, I'd say, you know, four or five in the east. Yeah, you guys have not have had a great season so far, but Mm -mm. I don't know. I saw like Marcus Smart's name being thrown around. I don't know how real that was, but that if they did that, that would have been the stupidest thing they could possibly do. Uh He's the glue of the team. I was going to touch on that. Um, Marcus Smart was a name that, like, we were throwing around in deals at the deadline. But, um, like, I like I don't think we ever really wanted to do that unless we could land, like, Vooch in return or something. So, or, like, Oladipo maybe. Yeah, and then once they ended up splitting all the deals into – with it splitting – instead of doing one deal, splitting it into three deals, sending Gordon to the Nuggets – Vooch to the Bulls, and then we get Fournier for two second-round picks, which, I mean, I think it's worth it this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I mean, it's not like Fournier hasn't been, like, a reliable scorer on the Magic. Like, he's, like, averaged over, like, 16 a game, like, the past, like, 
three or so years. So, like, he probably just had a rough start. Or, but I doubt he's going to be, like, shitty the, his whole time on the Celtics. Like, or I hope he's not. Because then again, like, you have Kemba, who, like, fell off a cliff this year. But then again, he's coming off injury. But, like, you know, you never know what's going to happen. But I don't think – I think he'll end up being a nice addition, like, once he gets acclimated to the team. Yeah, for sure. You, you I think he guy. just needs to switch his number. Hmm. <laughs> he needs to switch his number. 94 doesn't look good on him. He's wearing 94. Yeah, it is a really random number. He's wearing 94? Yeah, dude, that's what he wore when he was on, like, the Nuggets or whatever. I don't know why he wears that. I didn't even, I didn't even know that. I didn't even see – I didn't even watch the game. I just saw that he put up, like, shit numbers. But um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, you, you need that guy like Fournier who can come off the bench and give you his he, – he can, like, create his own shot and just um, uh, give you, like, a nice, like, 14 points, a uh, few assists, few rebounds. But, yeah, you need those shot creators that can get their own – go out there and get their own shot, so. Yeah, it's not like Semi Olaje or Grant Williams yeah. is doing that shit. Yeah. yeah, no way, dude. They're, like, laboring for their shots. <laughs> I, I like Peyton Pritchard, and I think his minutes will go up five more minutes a night with us getting rid of Teague. Oh, yeah. Dude, I heard Teague has been, has been terrible. Yeah, Dude, T got T got released once he got traded. Found his really? way to the box. Yeah, now he's on the box. Oh, okay. They picked him up. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I also heard Rivers might get w- waved, and then he, he did get the- he did get waved. Yeah, he did Thunder dropped his ass. Yeah, okay. And then I heard the Bucks might. So pick a contender him up, so. could sign him or something. Who was gonna pick him up? I heard the Bucks were looking at him. Wow, dude, the Bucks not. really work in the buyout market. Yeah, dude, because because the Nets. Because they got Aldridge and all that shit. Yeah, for real. Like, that's another guy. Like, everyone thought Aldridge would end up getting traded, but then he just got bought out, and the Nets picked him up for nothing. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, if the Nets I, don't win, there's a big problem. Like, it's, it's championship or bust now. A huge problem, dude. But, um, what was it? Oh, yeah, one last thing about the Celtics. Did you want Aaron Gordon, Kobe, or no? Tell I didn't guy. really – I didn't really want Aaron Gordon because, okay. like, I don't think – I don't know how elite of a shooter Aaron Gordon is, but I don't think he's that elite of a shooter. Yeah, not really. And, like, we would have had to trade Marcus Smart to make that happen. Yes. And I know we were interested in him. The Nuggets were interested in him. But they the, the Magic were always saying the Nuggets had a better package on the table. So I didn't really want him, and I didn't expect it to happen either. Okay. All right. Makes sense. Um, yeah, I didn't really expect it, but I was surprised to see him go to the Nuggets for sure. Like, I didn't even think that was a possibility. Oh, yeah, me neither. I didn't expect that. I thought it was either going to be the Celtics or, like, maybe the Bulls or something. I don't know. But Yeah, I thought the T-Wolves might make a move for him. I heard they really wanted him. Yeah, I heard John Collins. I hope they wanted John Collins bad. Yeah, but after John Collins has been playing so well, the Hawks were probably like, fuck it, we're going to keep this dude. Yeah, probably. That would have been like nice. John Collins. Yeah, John Collins is nice. Yeah. He's just inconsistent, kind of. Well, yeah, for now. But um, about the Nets, so if they don't make the finals, <laughs> that's going to be just a complete embarrassment. Yeah, dude. I mean, especially now that Blake Griffin is kind of actually providing some value, and now we have LaMarcus Aldridge, too. Like, our problem was bigs off the bench, and now we have so many bigs off the bench. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they're, like, that good because they're all old, but – Mm-hmm. they're still like solid options you know yeah I mean, and, I, hope... I mean it's kind of unfair but like as a Nets fan I don't really care that much because we're about to get a ring but 
I know I, I, I know I would understand why other fans are pissed off. Yeah. I, if, but let's just hope Kyrie doesn't pull that, um, that, yeah, I'm just going to take a three day vacation shit in the, in the uh, playoffs. I doubt he would do it when it actually matters. Like, I feel like he just doesn't care about the regular season. Did I read somewhere that Kyrie was having a kid? Yeah, I have I no idea. That. I saw that. I think that. his I wife is pregnant. Oh, really? And it was his birthday during those three days around then, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, that's a fair reason to dip out, you know? I doubt he would do something like that I, in the playoffs. Oh, I, unless his wife, like, has another kid in three months. But I doubt that's going to happen. I mean, I guess, but, like, no other player has taken, like, almost a week off for their for their kid being – like, Alec Burks just had a kid being born earlier in the season. He took one game off and he was back the next day. So. Yeah, well, that's Alec Burks. You know, Kyrie gets the star treatment. <laughs> yeah, but that's bullshit. <laughs> it's whatever. As long, I, I don't think he'll dip out during the playoffs. No, I don't I, either. But. I think he'll be locked in. And if he does this shit now, like, it's whatever. We pretty much already have our spot locked up, I would say. So, as long as he's locked in for the playoffs, which I think he will be, it it is what it is, you know. Let, it, let him do his thing. Because he's been playing so well this season that I can't even complain about all his antics. Yeah. For, yeah, he has been playing really well. Him and Harden. Harden's been balling out, too. Um, yeah, fast. Harden could win MVP, honestly. Yeah, dude. Especially with Joel being out for a little bit. So. Yeah, it's either him or Jokic, honestly, at this point. Yeah, Jokic, too. Um, especially with Joel and LeBron being out. Yeah, true. Um, and then the Lakers also got Drummond, which they needed in order to – if they meet the Nets in the finals. Yeah, a lot of people have been hating on that and saying Drummond's trash. But, like, on a team where Drummond's the third option, like, that's – he's honestly probably going to be absolutely filthy. Right. Like, he's just, he's just going to pull down rebounds and, like, only catch lobs on offense. And that's right. what they – like, that's all they need him to do. Especially with him being paired up with AD in the, in the yeah, front it's not court. like he's gonna get like, any post up touches when AD's out there with him. Right, he's just gonna like be a bored machine. Exactly. And, and hopefully defend. I, like we all know that he can he can defend. It's just whether or not. And him he and AD are him. both well when he's locked in. Him and AD can both be great defenders. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm not hating on it. I feel like it was a great pickup. I feel like it would have been nice if the Celtics got him. but <laughs> Dude, I heard shit that the Nets were thinking about picking him up, but of course that wasn't going to happen. Oh, no, I, I thought it was going to be a real thing until they got Aldridge. Then once they got Aldridge, I knew, like, it's probably the, the uh, Lakers. Yeah, facts. There's also Knicks rumors flying out, but I don't know. Because Mitch Robb just got hurt again, so – but I never thought that he was going to the Knicks. But, um, yeah. Oh, yeah, you mentioned Lonzo. I think um, – well, obviously, there's rumor – it's been known that um, Lonzo doesn't – he doesn't – he basically just doesn't fuck with the, the Pelicans for whatever reason. Dude, or, but I don't know if that's true. I don't know if Lonzo actually doesn't fuck with the Pelicans or LeVar is just saying that Lonzo doesn't fuck with the Pelicans. That's a good point. That's a good point. It's like Lonzo's never really acted unhappy, you know? Like, if that's yeah. just LeVar saying that shit. Yeah, that's true. And maybe Lonzo, he's right. Like, that is his dad, obviously. Maybe he tells him shit that, like, he doesn't show to other people. But, like, then again, we know LeVar is kind of a crazy motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, you gotta, you do have a point there. Lonzo seems like kind of a chill guy that just goes the flow, like 
just happy to be in the league. So maybe maybe that isn't the case. I don't know, but I feel like he does maybe have his eye towards like a larger market market for sure, though. Maybe like a New York or a Chicago or something. So maybe that's his his play in the off season. I don't know. Yeah, dude, who knows? I mean, I heard Chicago really wanted to get him. I guess they just couldn't get a deal done or something. Okay. I think what I've heard from, like, Lonzo's camp and and shit is that, like, he's definitely interested in a bigger market. I've heard that. I Mm -hmm. think um, if he was a free agent, he would look at the Knicks or the Clippers. I know the Clippers wanted to make a move for Lonzo because he basically gives them the same thing Rondo gives them. Yeah, I saw that too. And then too. when they weren't able to make that happen, they pivoted to Rondo, um, which might have actually worked out better for them because I think they're going to sign Boogie to like a 10-day contract in the next couple of days. Really? Because Bo- Boogie and Rondo have a good connection. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard about that too, that the Clippers are probably about to sign Boogie. So we'll see how that works out. Yeah. And they probably would have had to give up a lot more of their depth if they got Lonzo instead of Rondo, too. I mean, Rondo, they only had to give up Lou Will, who hasn't been playing as good this year because he's, like, 36 years old or something. <laughs> so, I mean, Lou Will's back home in Atlanta, and now Rondo can play with his boy Boogie and be on a championship contender again. So yeah. I feel like that kind of works out good for both sides. Yeah, and Lou Will can hit the strip clubs whenever he wants. Yeah, I can hit magic shitty. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, no, but I think um I think Lonzo was saying like he's grateful for his time in New Orleans. Like they've definitely like helped him improve his jump shot. Um he's shooting the best that he ever has this year. But I think like he doesn't really like enjoy the city that much. I think there was something that I read. Yeah. That he didn't really love New Orleans. That makes sense. Dude, but speaking of the ball brothers, now that LaMelo's injured, just like I've been saying all season how he holds Devontae back. Devontae Graham has been balling out because him and LaMelo do the exact oh, same yeah. thing on the court, basically, except LaMelo's taller and gets more hype. So, <laughs> like, they, when they're together, they play bad, but now that Devontae's running shit, he's, like, balling out again like he was last year. So, moral of the story, Hornets need to trade Devontae Graham so he could flourish somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, that I mean... I do like Graham. Um, I don't know what uh, is he a free agent this year? Uh, I don't think so. I think like he has a like another year or two left on his rookie deal because like he had a two-year team option. I'm pretty positive that they picked up last year or something like that. So I think he has one more maybe. Oh, okay, but yeah, he's I mean, like a second-round pick, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a second-round pick. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess I guess they do do the same shit. Um, Lamelo's just taller and flashier, but how about the Hornets? Aren't are they still fourth in the East? I, yeah, they are still fourth in the East. Actually, yeah, like they they've shit. been playing well even without Lamelo because Devontae does the exact same yeah. shit he does. And Terry yeah. won Player of the Week. Yeah, yeah. Ter- Terry's scoring has gotten to another level this year. Like, like Terry is uh, like I, I still gotta say it. Terry Rozier isn't a point guard, but like. He's, like, nasty as a scorer, dude, as a shooting guard. Like, oh, that's the role he needs to be in. Yeah, for sure. Just a pure pure uh, scorer. And, uh, yeah, even though he's undersized, he's athletic enough to make up for it. Yeah, and Gordon Hayward not being as injured as he usually is is uh, definitely a plus. Yeah, dude, everyone was hating on that signing so much before this year. Yeah. And I was honestly hating on it, too. But now he's been balling out, so it doesn't even look that bad. 
Yeah, I didn't think it maybe was in like that. two years when he gets older and washed, yeah. it'll look shittier. But right now, it's looking pretty good. Yeah, I didn't think it was that bad of a signing. I thought they maybe they overpaid for him a little bit, but I mean, I still think that I still thought that Gordon Hayward definitely still had a few good years left in him. So, and he's he's shown that now, but um. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't sure after, like, his time on the Celtics. I mean, he was, like, good in his last year on the Celtics, but he wasn't great. He was more of just, like, a very good role player, you know what I mean? So I I wasn't sure he would ever be back to, like, close to the level he was on the Jazz. But, I mean, here he is. Mm. Yeah, but um, other than that, I mean, there are just a few, like, smaller moves, right? Like, I think DeLon Wright went to the – The Kings, I think. Yeah, the Kings for, like, Corey Joseph in the second year. Yeah, that move doesn't really move the needle too much, you know? No, not at all. And, uh, I mean, DeLon Wright's a nice upgrade for the Kings because I know they're trying to make the playoff, so yeah, that'll this, probably help them. But, I mean, like, it's not like he's a huge impact player, you know? Yeah. Norman Powell and Gary Trent. That Yeah, that's, that's a big a trade. I forgot about that one. Yeah. That's Honestly, right. I think the Blazers gave up too much. Like, basically – Gary Trent in like one or two years, he'll be just as good as Norman Powell is. So like, and you're also giving up Rodney Hood, who's a solid piece off the bench. Mm. Like, why do you need to do that? You know? Yeah, I didn't. I felt like the. I felt like it was just an even trade, but like nobody got any. Like nobody got any like advantage or whatever based on the trade. I feel like the Raptors got the advantage because they got the younger player in Trent, who's already averaging like 15 a game. And they got Hood, who could be a good player off their bench. You're and, true. like, all the ra- all the Blazers got was Powell, who, like, puts up four more points per game than Trent and, like, plays a little bit better defense, and he's yeah. older. So, like, this, it's real – like, I think the Blazers kind of overvalued Norman Powell on that trade or undervalued Trent. I'm not sure which, but – Probably or undervalued – very overvalued Powell because they, they yeah that, that's what I would say and like he was putting up those numbers on the Raptors who this year have been shit so yeah like um, Pascal has been so bad this year like Fred Van Vliet's been their best player yeah what about that Pascal I was just about to say what about that Pascal story did you see that that came out what was it like when he got fined when he I guess he like got into a conversation oh how we got an altercation with Nick Nurse yeah yeah, I heard about that, dude. I, I don't know what his deal is. Like, don't get mad at the coach when you're playing bad, you know? Yeah, dude, I don't know what that was about. Yeah, I, whatever. But, I think yeah. Boucher is better than Pascal. Yeah, I don't know about oh, yeah. that one. <laughs> Boucher, Boucher's kind of like – dude, I don't know. Boucher is a weird player, bro. Like, he's really good at some things and then just really bad I'm at other things. You, he's going to get a bag after the season. He probably will, right. honestly. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, he pro- I, yeah, because I've seen people are are like are somehow projected to get like twenty million dollars, blah blah blah, and they're not even like that good. So I forget who. Yeah, exactly dude, like players are probably gonna get paid fat this off season. Yeah, for doing mediocre yeah. things. Yeah, like but, Boucher probably will get a huge contract. Oh yeah, for sure. Somebody's somebody's always willing to overpay for somebody else. They're gonna get rid of Baines, and give Boucher the bag. Probably Baines has been pretty bad. I don't know if yeah. Boucher can be a center like full time though, just because he's so skinny and he's also not that tall. But his arms are so long. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What else? Uh, 
Are there any other moves really? Or I'm trying to think. Oh, uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, if there's nothing else, we could probably talk about March. Oh, well, Old Depot to the Heat. That we didn't oh, really talk yeah, about yeah. that that much. Like, for me, I mean, like, what were the Rockets doing, honestly? <laughs> like, they basically traded, like, sure, Kelly Olynyk has been filthy so far on the Rockets, but he's, like, old. Not old, but he's, like, 28 or something. The Rockets are, like, clearly in a rebuild, and he's on an expiring deal. Yeah. And I don't even remember who the other guy they got with Olynyk was. Who was it? That the Rockets you got? Were- yeah. Um, like it was some veteran. I'm pretty I sure. I don't remember. Well, all I know is that I heard. And there's a pick swap, but but I remember oh, yeah. both. I remember both of the guys that the Rockets got are like veterans on ex- Avery Bradley. Oh, that's okay. who they yeah. got. Yeah, we're veterans on expiring deals. So, like, why are you doing that? Like, to free up cap space? Like, why don't you get young talent? Someone would have given it to you. Yeah. And basically, they traded Oladipo for a pick swap. Like, Pat Pat Riley really finessed there. They still have Eric Gordon, right? The Rockets? Yeah. yeah they still have. Like, I don't know why they didn't just get rid of him, like, if they're getting rid of everyone. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I or or even contract. John Wall. I think nobody nobody wants Eric Gordon's contract. I think he's still got. Is like he on three. a fat deal? I didn't realize he was getting paid that much. I think he's still got like two or three years left on it. Yeah, that could be it. Yeah, but um, probably getting paid more than what he's actually giving back. But yeah, now Oladipo is uh is probably gonna re-sign with the Heat. But I mean, is he even really gonna be that good? Like he was know. shooting below forty percent from the field this season. Yeah, All I know is Depot is still clutch when it matters. Like, I mean that that's is. true. But they also have Jimmy Butler who always wants the ball in his hands in the clutch and Tyler Hero. I mean you have options, but like I feel like that could lead to frustration, you know? Yeah. Um oh yeah, by the way, you just talked about Tyler you just uh, mentioned Tyler Hero. Uh where are all the uh Hero over R.J. Barrett, people. I don't know. Dude, I don't know. Where do they Hero's go? trash. Like, yeah, yeah, like everyone who was saying that I haven't heard a peep. is wrong. Yeah, that that was just – Especially with the way R.J.'s been playing recently. Dude, but it's so frustrating how R.J. will put up, like, two or three games, like, looking nasty, and then he'll just drop a complete dud. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know. Um, I think I said, like – before the season started, like, I don't believe RJ is going to be, like, this this um, superstar in the league. I still don't think that. Like, I, I think don't think he'll ever be a superstar, but I think he'll be, like, maybe he'll be an all-star, like, once or twice. And that's he'll what be I'm about, Like, yeah. I feel like he could be, like, a Chris Middleton type of player. Yeah. Like, obviously not as good of a shooter, but, like, that guy who well. plays really well off, like, a better star, you know, like yeah. he has Randall right now to play off of, which works perfectly. Right. I think he's, yeah, I was just going to say, I think he's going to be a two or three guy on a, on like a championship team. Not yeah, definitely, I could definitely see that. Like 0% shot. He's a number one guy on a team, like no chance, but um, he has been Never. shooting well actually this season Um, off the uh, catch and shoot, not so much off the um, dribble, but definitely off catch and shoot. Yeah, his shooting's definitely improved from last year, that's for sure. I would love to see RJ team back up with Zion in the NBA. That, that would, would be, be wild. That would be wild. But, yeah, um, for real. 
especially with Zion out here shooting like 65% from the field every game. Yeah, that's yeah, – yeah, yeah, he's been – coming at Shaq. Yeah, yeah, Zion is literally short Shaq. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's been killing it, but, like, he doesn't get enough um, – Not a, well, actually, he's, he's starting to get a little more um, recognition now that LaMelo's hurt. Before that, Lamelo has kind of took the shine from him. Yeah, dude, rem- like Zion was so hyped last year, and Lamelo really stole the whole spotlight. Yeah. What what coaches are gonna get fired after this season? Hmm. Um, uh, probably, maybe Nate. I, I don't want to say Nate McMillan, but I don't know, just because he's a interim coach for. Um, That's a Pacers coach. Luke uh, Walton might get fired. They don't make yeah. the playoffs, maybe, but they're they won five in a row, and I bet on them tonight. <laughs> for any betters, yeah, but that that that's one guy who I could see getting fired. Maybe Luke Walton. May, who's the Wizards coach right now? Scott Brooks. Yeah, yeah, I could see him. I could see him getting fired too. I don't know. The Wizards have kind of been coming back a little bit lately, so. But they've still definitely been underwhelming. It's also I will say, year. I like um I like the look of the Rockets coach. Like I know they're trash this year, but it's like how much can you do going into a season expecting you're going to have Russell Westbrook and Harden and then like look at your roster now. So, I mean, I don't think he should be fired. Yeah. If they fire him, I would kind of be upset. The T wolves coach might also get fired. That's probably in the cards. Yeah. That too. Well, he already did. Oh, word. Remember? When was that? Saunders, you remember he got fired? Like right after the Knicks, right after they got beat by the Knicks, like a few. Oh yeah, who they have ago. right now is their interim. Uh, they they hired somebody like right off the bat from another team. I forget who it was. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Man, dude, I forgot about that for a second. <laughs> my hot take for coach of the year is uh the Suns coach, uh Monty Williams. Yeah, Monty. Oh, really? I could definitely see him winning. My- Another guy who I can see winning that's maybe a hot take is Tibbs. Yeah, I was just about to say Tibbs, too. He's... Um, I said that because the Suns were two in the West. But... Yeah, like no, everyone expected the Knicks to be trash, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, Tibbs has them looking like a real play. Like, their defense has been so good this year because of him, and he has them looking like a playoff team. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Oh, and Doc. You could throw Doc in there. True. Dude, I, like, I said it myself, like, on this podcast when the Clippers fired Doc. I said that was so dumb. I was like, why yeah. did they do that? It's not Doc's fault. It's the player's fault. And now you can see him leading the Sixers to, like, the best record in the East with virtually the same roster they had before, except take out Horford, add Seth Curry and Danny Green. Tyrese Maxey. Yeah, and Maxey. Maxey's yeah. a Great pick in the twenties. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, and they and, just got they just got George Hill too, right? In that three. Oh, fact! I forgot about that. that I think that's. The, yeah. Oh yeah, and they got Ignis. <laughs> yeah, who Dude, never Ignis. like the Knicks Ignis never Ignis gave him a chance. Like the Knicks never gave him like a sliver of a chance. But Dude, that's on the Knicks. Ignis is a future goat. Yeah. Uh, we'll say Ignis develops in two K. So. Take that. Dude, in two K associations, that. Ignis becomes an absolute sniper in like two really? years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like green lights only. He becomes like the he becomes like the second coming of Kyle Korver. <laughs> Always trust the two uh, K association. Dude, it's ridiculous Never some of the things that happen. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I think that was like the last, last trade. Um, there might have been some other smaller ones that 
Like yeah, that's the last really thing I could think of. Last thing I want to talk about before we end the podcast yeah. is how KD absolutely flamed uh, Michael Rappaport on in his Instagram DM. Yeah. First of all, it was so obvious that Rappaport was deleting all of his responses to make KD look bad. Like oh, he was yeah. definitely responding to these messages. And then he deleted it before he screenshotted it to make it look like KD was just, like, coming like, at yeah, him. Like, like spamming no him, like, hate Like, you were definitely yeah. responding, bro, especially con- considering you call yourself, like, the king of trash talk. Dude, and KD was <laughs> – KD was getting so out of pocket. Like, he was saying things that probably shouldn't be said again <laughs> on the air. But, yeah, dude, the rap report – he probably shouldn't show his face in the NBA community yeah. ever again. Yeah, like he had his little moment of stardom when the Knicks drafted Porzingis, and he was oh. like, "They drafted who?" But like, you had your five seconds of fame, dude. Like, sit down. Yes, yeah, dude. Rappaport just has to go away at this point. Like, yeah, and Dave here. Portnoy roasted him too. Basically, oh, yeah, that video of him like just owning his lawyers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they've had a long-standing beef. It's been recorded by Prez on Barstool, if anyone's interested. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, like, that, that shit was hilarious, too. Like, uh, basically, Rappaport is just taking L's left and right. Yeah. And then we got to talk about this on the Brick House, considering he's our number one resident. Russell Westbrook <laughs> having his wife come uh, come defend him oh, yeah. <laughs> after Stephen A. Smith talked shit about him on <laughs> fucking first take or whatever. Yeah, but like, – Whatever, you know? Like, if I were Stephen A. Smith, I wouldn't even think twice about that. Yeah, just brush it off. Take it yeah, to seriously. Like, like, it's not like he was saying anything untrue. Like, Russ hasn't won a championship. He yeah. probably never will. Like, like why, why, instead of having your wife respond for you, why don't you just go and, like, change your play style so maybe you could actually win something? Yeah, I know. Um, but um, what? Okay, I think he did come back with – uh, Stephen A. with something. I forget what it was. Yeah, he said he said some shit after his wife made the post. He like he like wrote some story and he was like, "I'm already a champion because I yeah. made it here and came from the streets." And it's like, I mean, technically, I guess you're right and good for you. But like, we're like, no one's trying to like talk down on that. We're yeah. we're talking about your basketball playing abilities, not your not your upbringing. You know, Russ, like. Yeah. You, you can't get butt hurt just because someone said you're not that good. Yeah. I don't think he's butt hurt. I mean, I don't think he really cares. I think, like, his wife – No, nah, I think he cares. His wife responded for him, like, good for him, like, surrounding himself with, like, people that are, like, loyal. Like, and, uh, you know, goes on the court and drops a 30-plus point triple-double. Like, I think – I will say I like Russ when he's on shitty teams because, like, then I, I just don't care if they lose. Like, I like watching him. But, like, I don't like watching him take jump shots. Yeah, dude, I, I yeah. don't like watching Russ. That's the thing. And, like, I feel like if he didn't care, like, no one would have responded. Like, Stephen A. Smith is on the air, ta- like, slandering NBA players every day. And you don't see every guy he talks shit about responding to him, you know? Like, Russell Westbrook or, or, or maybe his wife, and he was just trying to, like, make it, like, look less bad. One of them or both of them must have gotten a little hurt by that shit. And, like, as an NBA player, like, you get, you can't let the criticism get to you, you know? Yeah. But how is that any different from, like – I mean, I guess it's different because KD actually responded and not his wife. But, like, they're both still defending themselves against, like, out, out no, but the di- reporters. 
But the difference is Michael Rappaport, like, is fucking disrespectful about it way more than Stephen A. Smith is, you know? Like, he, like, calls KD, like, a snake and a cupcake and shit like that. Like, fucking talking about how he's soft for, like, getting all these other star players to join up with him. Like, Stephen A. Smith is kind of just, like... Didn't Stephen A. Smith say that, too, though? What? Yeah, I mean, KD, and KD didn't respond to Stephen A. You know what I'm saying? I thought he did. Yeah, I, I don't think he did, or not as publicly, at least. Maybe not. I don't know. There was, that was a few years ago, so I'm I'm kind of fuzzy on that. But um, what was what else? Oh yeah, speaking of um, Russell Westbrook, his alma mater is uh, tearing shit up in the um, uh. March Madness. I don't know if you saw that, Kobe. If you're paying attention. Yeah, I've, I've definitely been observing UCLA run, uh, run throughout the tournament, and I'm excited to see how they uh, take on Gonzaga, I believe, in the Final Four. Yeah. But um, what was I going to say about UCLA? Oh, yeah. Uh, another UCLA alum prospering in the league right now. Dude, Moses yes. Brown. Yeah. Moses, bro, the 2020 god. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't. I. I do. I didn't even know he was on the Thunder until they played the Knicks one time, and I was watching the game. I'm like, dude, the, the Thunder guy? locked that man up too. They just signed him to the best deal of all time. It's like four years, six million. Really? Yeah. Dude, like dude, this guy is on the most affordable deal ever, dude, and he I, looks like he's gonna be a stud. I had zero clue he was even in the league until I just turned on the game. I'm like, who the fuck is this seven two like? string bean on the court i'm like holy shit it's moses brown dude you remember that video when he was at ucla of like him like distressed after a bad play and jalen hands came and like lifted yeah. his head off yeah i saw dude, that now he's out here bawling out yeah i think uh, yeah i think you're uh referencing the same um thing on, i think it was on twitter or something or instagram but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um what else? Okay, yeah, but I think Gonzaga, dude, Gonzaga's been rolling. I think they're just gonna, I think they're gonna steam all UCLA and just. Yeah, I would love to see UCLA win because, oh, like, I like that team way more than Gonzaga, but like, I just can't see it happening, especially considering UCLA had a tough time with Michigan State in uh, the first four game, and they had a tough time against Michigan in their last game. And they only scored like fifty-one points, and Gonzaga like never scores less than eighty. Yeah. You know, like, yep. I, I, like Gonzaga is just on a whole nother level from these other teams. Like Gonzaga could probably beat the Pistons right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe I don't know. Uh, probably not, honestly. But I mean, they did. They probably even. I mean, they put up money. a fight for sure. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. But um, like, I mean, you put you put Gonzaga up against a team like the current Rockets, maybe like that would be a good game. Oh, yeah, probably. I mean, yeah, especially. It's, oh yeah, another thing about the Rockets too. You were mentioning his coach. Like, what is the coach going to do with a locker room that of guys who've like basically never met each other like until like a mo- month ago or whatever? Because like they traded PJ Tucker, right? They traded Harden. Yeah. They just brought in Michael Porter Jr. They just got Christian Wood this offseason. Nah, Kevin Porter Jr. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Kevin Porter Jr. Um, They just got John Wall this offseason. Like, everyone just, like, met each other. Like, there's zero chemistry going on. So, like, what is Yeah, now they got a Linick and Avery. Yeah. It's like, the the team last year is, like, I don't think there's, like, is there even, like, 
one or two players from that team still left. Yeah, Daniel House and Eric and Gordon. Eric Gordon. Yeah, that's it, right? I, I honestly can't think of anyone else. And they got DJ Augustine, another new guy. They kept Macklemore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Daniel House, Eric Gordon, and Ben Macklemore. Those are the guys they still have from before. Because <laughs> yeah, so last like, year they had Covington. He's gone. They had Jeff right. Green. He's gone. Obviously, Harden gone. Westbrook gone. P.J. Tucker. P.J. Tucker gone. Cousins, I think, right? He was there this year. They've, like, cut him. Yeah, yeah. that's another guy then. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. He's, he's Austin Rivers gone. All their guys yeah. are gone. Yeah. So yeah. But um, going back to March Madness. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna be tough for UCLA, especially since they played that grinder of a game against Michigan State for that. Like, if you just play that one extra game, I assume that it's gonna wear on you. Like, the further you go in the tournament, but I'm not sure. But um, probably yeah. honestly. But they're getting nice breaks between the games now, at least to prepare. Right. Yeah. But how's your guys' Final Fours looking? Uh, ass. I had Gonzaga and Baylor, which pretty much everyone had, yeah. and I did not have the other two teams. And my champion, which was Illinois, I had way too oh. much faith in fucking Io DeSumo, <laughs> who got absolutely clamped by Loyola Chicago. Yeah, you, so, you, you kind of saw me in Illinois a little bit when you were talking about it, and I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm fucking. I had Houston. Yeah, dude. I was four. like, well, I, I was like, Io and Kofi. That's like yeah. the college version of Kobe and Shaq. Like, <laughs> like, 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 I got a bet on these guys, and then they fucking got locked up by by Loyola and yeah. absolutely diced by that bit that big white guy's passes <laughs> from the elbow. Yeah, the lumberjack looking dude. Yeah, dude, the college Jokic, uh, <laughs> Kirkwig, I, or Crutwig, I think his name is. Yeah. Yeah, the but, power of Sister Jean in March is real. Yeah, yeah, dude, Sister, dude, every game they play, Sister Jean is just blessing them with the power of God. How <laughs> can then, they lose? I'm dude, that woman's there. like a hundred something. I know until they lost to uh, Oregon State. Somehow. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, dude, I don't know how that happened. Oregon State had quite the little run. Yeah, yeah. sort of the Pac-12 in general. That. Yeah, I didn't either. They, they were apparently Oregon State was like the lowest ranked team in the Pac-12 this year. Yeah, they and were then they end up winning the the Pac-12 tournament. Yeah, and making it to the Elite Eight. Crazy. It's unfortunate shit. that USC got eliminated. Yeah, Gonzaga kind of clapped, dude. Uh, yeah. Like that USC game pro- probably lowered uh, Evan Mobley's stock a little bit because Drew Timmy was kind of working him that whole game. Yeah, Drew Timmy's on, like, another level all of a sudden. I don't know what happened. Dude, I like uh, – I, <laughs> it's crazy because Drew Timmy is a guy who you could, like – who no one expected to, like, play at the next level who's just, like, a classic college big man, you know. Yeah. But he's out here fucking working potential NBA, like, centers, you know. Yeah, he could be a first-rounder at this point, though. I think yeah, it for real. Was projected before the tournament to be like a twenty or like around like twenty five or something. Like Damn, that. I'm surprised. Like before this year, I really just thought he was the white Jaleel Okafor. <laughs> Jaleel Okafor. Yeah, dude. Like he's just a fucking good post scorer. Oh, yeah, but he can stretch the floor though. Eh, kinda. Not. He's like got a mid range game, but he doesn't really shoot threes. Really. I thought that he could stretch it a little bit. Like, barely. Like, occasionally. Well, I mean, well, other than that, I mean, I had Houston in the in my Final Four, and then I took him out last minute. I, Damn. I, I was pretty high in Houston, but 
Um, I do have Gonzaga and Baylor, like most everybody else has. And then I had um, in the other region, I had Florida State for a bit. I had UConn in my final four. Yeah, yeah. Then I changed it to UConn actually for like like a few hours. I'm like, no, I I can't just because. Yeah, they really folded. Yeah, and then um, uh, yeah, they did fold against Maryland. That was terrible, but. I mean, what are you going to do? They'll be better next year. Um, but will and, they, though? Because Boof Knight's about to dip out. Yeah, but, like, we'll, we're replacing him with some decent guys. Oh, um, actually? Yeah, we got our four-star coming in, Jordan Hawkins from DeMatha. He's pretty good. Oh, um, word. Yeah, so – and then Tyrese Martin's coming back another year. Hopefully he's better. But um, Yeah, he's pretty nice. Dude, he, like, whenever I watch UConn, like – I always forget that Tyrese Martin is a guard because that man just gets so many boards somehow. Yeah, he he can play the four a bit, but yeah, he is he does play like three and two. So, um, what else was I gonna say? Uh, oh yeah, I had Texas, so I changed it to Texas, and they like completely shit the bed against Abilene Christian. Like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, for real. Yeah, but, I had Texas too. Yeah, like you know, like they had Kai Jones. Uh, who else? Greg, Greg Brown. Brown. Uh, uh, what's his name? Andrew Sims. Jones, I think his yeah. name is. Andrew Jones, cancer survivor. Uh, like, how can you bet against? And who's that other that? guy they had? Uh, Coleman. Yeah, Coleman and Jericho Sims, who's decent. So, like, yeah. how I I was thinking, like, how could they? With Shaka Smart, who's a decent coach, like, but uh, dude, I don't know how they lost to Abilene Christian. Yeah, Abilene Christian worked them too. Yeah, I was I was so pissed about that. Um, and Abilene Christian had that guy that looked like LeBarn James on their bench. <laughs> LeBarn James. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. They, um, was that the guy that threw up the signs or whatever? What's up? Was that the guy that went to the camera and threw up the signs after they won? The bench player? I don't know. The, the, the redheaded guy. Mm. The, the, the white guy. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but, um, yeah, that's that was my final four. Um. What else? Oh, Oral Roberts made a run against Ohio State. Dude, I, uh, I I was this close to picking Oral Roberts to beat Ohio State in the first round. Really? And that yeah, because I was reading their description, it was like leading scorer in the nation, Max Azmus. I Also, I don't know how his name is pronounced. Azmus. Yeah. There's really a fucking B. It's it, <laughs> like I, even though they were saying Azmus, I kept calling him Abmus. Yeah. Because that's what it looked like. <laughs> And it was like, and uh, and forward and forward. Kevin O'Banner is averaging 19 points on like 39% three point shooting. I was like, yo, this team sounds sick. Like I should pick them. I but then I was like, that. yeah, they're a 15 seed, so I'll pick Ohio uh, Ohio State. Uh, dude, I should have gone with my gut because I knew Oral was gonna at least beat Ohio State, like in the back of my mind. But yeah. I didn't think they were gonna make it this far. I wanted them to fucking win their last game so bad dude but oh yeah like against, really uh, arkansas right they yeah against arkansas yeah. dude like that and they were so close to too i forgot dude Abmis fucking missed that three-pointer for game that would have been insane oh my god if he hit that bro Holy yeah, dude, because uh, Arkansas just, like, tried to take that guy O'Banner out of the game. Like, he yeah. barely even took any shots. Yeah. But then Abmus was just bawling the fuck out, and he almost hit the game winner. Yeah. Um, yeah, that and another game winner almost got hit last night. I think it was Michigan. Uh, I forget the guy's name, the point guard or shooting guard. But, yeah, he almost – he had a good look for three. I don't know if you guys watched. 
against UCLA. It was pretty late. It was like 1230 or something. The game went on to, but yeah, dude, I don't remember that guy's name. I, I, I heard Franz Wagner or whatever his name is. Uh, Moe's oh. little brother played like shit against UCLA. Yeah, he did. He had the, he actually had the last shot, but it was, it wasn't as good as a look as the one I'm talking about. People who watch yeah. the game know, but um, I just looked up Drew Timmy he's shooting 30% beyond the arc. So it's like not great, but also not. Yeah, he probably only takes like one a game too. Yeah, yeah, but um, uh, I think there's one more March Madness thing I was gonna say. Then we could wrap it up. But um, what was it? Oh, um, oh yeah, uh, people were talking about Villanova. I don't know how far you guys had Villanova going, but people were like, "Dude, I've been losing the first round to Winthrop." Yeah, what? Why we? Why do people like? Why do you think that they're gonna like shit the bed all of a sudden just because no Gillespie? Because they didn't have Gillespie, so I yeah, thought they like, were fucked. They're still Nova, you know? Like they're, they're I mean, still... I guess so. But they were losing, too, their last couple games without Gillespie. Like, they were going into the tournament without their best player coming off losses. Like, I thought they were going to be, like, screwed. I Like, I didn't realize how good of a playmaker Robinson Earl is, dude. Yeah, Robinson Earl is nice. And so He's is, nasty. Yeah, and so is uh, Moore, Justin Moore, and uh, the other guy that they have. Samuels, I think his name is. Um, yeah, yeah. Jermaine Samuels. Yeah, he grew up like two towns over from me. That's oh, really? crazy. Where, I where? played against him. Really? Where from? And so he's from Franklin. I'm from Needham, and I was playing like travel basketball, like seventh and eighth grade. And like he was probably like a late bloomer too. Like I was like only on the B team, but I remember like playing against him. No shit, really? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, he's That's like nuts, six, yeah. like six seven or six eight now. So. Yeah, I remember, like, once we got to high school and shit, and, like, he was nasty, and, like, people in our town started, like, throwing his name out there, and I was like, oh, like, Jermaine Samuels, like, I played against him when I was, like, super young, oh, yeah, and, like, yeah, no, I knew, like, he, like, grew up and got, like, a lot taller and shit, and found out that he was on Nova, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know what what star recruit he was, but he's he, he's, he was a key player for them, but, um yeah, people were writing him off, I was like, I'll have him go into the uh, Sweet 16. And they did against Baylor, but lost. So Yeah, I was writing them off for sure, and they definitely, like, surprised me. And if I'm an NBA team, like, with a late first-round pick and Robinson Earl is oh, available, yeah. like, I'm definitely giving him a strong look, dude, because, like, he looks like the type of big man that will transition so seamlessly to the NBA. Like, even yeah. though he's not, like, super athletic, he's just so smooth, bro, and he's such a good passer for a big. Yeah, like, he's a really he's smart. Gonna be nice. Yeah, he has a high basketball IQ too. He's a really smart player. Um, yeah. Did you guys have any upsets? Right, like bigger upsets, like thirteens or fourteens. Ah, uh, let me. Think. I had UCLA the first two rounds. I should have kept riding. Them. Yeah, I had UCLA yeah. winning their first round game too, but that's not a huge upset. They played. Uh, I can't think right? of any upsets I predicted that I actually got right. Like I predicted Winthrop to win, and I got that wrong. What about like, like I? What about five twelve? Nothing. Actually, I don't think another. I think I don't think our twelve one. So, did you guys? Yeah, have I'm not North sure. Texas? I should have gone with my gut and picked Oral Roberts, so I could say I did. But yeah, you know, so much for that. I had North Texas over Purdue, and I think that was it. Honestly. Yeah, I didn't have that one. I I knew nothing about the fucking mean green oh. before the tournament. Ohio, I had I had Ohio winning. Oh, I, yeah, I had Ohio also. Sam. Yeah, for Jason Preston. Yeah, yeah. Preston. Dude, the yeah. fourth ball brother. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 
He's he's nice. I like Preston, but um, dude, why can he not shoot free throws? Like it's so weird to me. I, I don't know. Like, Ron can't either, so. No, but like he yeah. really can't, bro. Like Preston shoots like forty from three and fifty from the field, but he shoots like fifty-seven percent from the free throw line. 57? Yeah. I didn't know it was fifty-seven. It's it's below sixty. I know wow. that. It's in the high fifties. Like I don't understand that. Me neither. How can you shoot threes but not free throws? Yeah, dude. Uh, there's a, there's a, there's a few people that they do. I, I, I was looking at somebody else's numbers. Somebody else does that shit, and it makes no Joe sense. Harris is kind of like that. Like, he's only in, like, the mid-70s for free throws, and he's so wet from three. Oh, yeah. What is, it, what is he shooting this year from three? Like, 40? Yeah, like, f- above 40. I think, like, 42 or something. He's a sniper. Yeah. I'm trying to look at the ESPN tournament app, but I can't find it on my phone. Whatever. Um, yeah, but uh, other than that, I don't think there's – much else to talk about so yeah yeah so uh make sure to check out our instagram at the brickhouse.pod haven't really been posting on there lately but yeah. maybe we'll have some polls or content up soon also you know listen on spotify and apple Podcasts. give us that five stars if you like what you hear and uh yeah with that everyone i hope you have a great rest of your wednesday night and uh, i will talk with you boys again sometime in the near future Yep, and thanks thanks for uh, coming on, Toby. Yeah, no problem. I, I enjoyed it. Hope to be back one day. Yeah, for sure, yo. Yeah, it's always Glad good. to have you on. Always good to talk a little hoops, so. Um, yeah. All right, see you guys on the next one. Thanks for tuning in, and peace out.